1: Good morning, I'm Pastor Matt Youngblood-Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in picturesque South St. Louis.
0: And I'm Pastor Jolly John Lekomsky from Trinity Lutheran Church in Darmstadt, Illinois, and St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, setting on the wonderful Kaskaskia River. <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> right. the you, you, the case you ain't got testing. no river over there at Ascension, do you? We don't know. Which <laughs> you got ice cream, though. You got some really <laughs> good, the world, some good ice cream. World, world national, the, world champion. The
1: world's best. Ice it's not cream. available 24 hours a day, as you've pointed out before, like Casey's. <laughs> well, but Keep rubbing you, you it would, in.
0: You wouldn't want it to be available because that would be too much. That would be dangerous. Yes, yes. It's already
1: dangerous enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, before we get started here, because yes. just to tell the people briefly, you have actually were able to do recording with yet another organization here within our church body, the Lutheran Hour Ministries, you were telling me?
1: Yeah, they, they let me do that. I'm surprised. No I, <laughs> no, I thank them for that opportunity. And what happened was one of our uh, members over at Ascension, Rose, uh, it works at Lutheran Hour Ministries, and they were looking for a pastor to just simply talk about... In, in the parish and the congregational setting, how do they use some of their resources? Oh, okay. They provide devotional resources and otherwise, and happy to do that. So we we do take advantage of some of those resources and. And use them for Lent in particular. Uh,
0: no, they're not trying to steal you away from us, are we? They're, they're no. not going to try to...
1: I think it's safe to say no. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. Because you, you belong no, to us no. here at KFUO.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know. so, well, and, and Lutheran Hour, I think, does broadcast here on KFUO. They do. On, they do. Yeah, that's Sundays. part of the, so that's the work a, that's here at KFUO. That's that yeah. partnership. Uh, but, so just for a few minutes segment uh, after their Palm Sunday broadcast, yeah. uh, just to get that perspective. But what, what struck me about the... The, the whole experience was just how, <laughs> how unlike rest <wrestling>, of the bases. <laughs> <is>. Yes, that's <laughs> they, what Matt was saying. They know what they're doing over there. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> now, this, is, this is not a reflection on KFUO. I think KFUO pretty much has a together, know too. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're professionals. But us two pastors that come in here and broadcast on Saturday mornings, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants and uh, in our broom closet recording here. And, but you know, when we when we do wrestling with the basics like this, uh we come in and, and Pastor John and I get together and we really usually do it in one take. And uh,
0: not just usually always. Well, that's true, always. <laughs>
1: Unless one of us forgets to hit the record button <laughs> or, or something true. like that. On those occasions we do air. have to
0: record it a second time because we didn't press record. Yeah.
1: So uh no editing done. No nope, what, nope. You, what you Let get you... that first take is what right. you get. So sharing that with uh the folks over the Lutheran Hour, they say, Well that sounds so raw. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess you could
1: call that. It it's, is pretty raw. It's wrestling with the basics. <laughs> raw. Hey, we should do that. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> raw. Raw. So anyway, again just it was a neat opportunity and, and they were kind enough to let me mention wrestling with the basics. So uh so thank them uh, for that opportunity and, and it but, was a lot but of fun.
0: You were saying like they've got a staff of people and they're all listening in yeah. and they're ready to do whatever editing they need to do and yeah, polish so, it and so
1: you're yeah, there's a, a team there and uh you know yeah, I you, Listeners, you can probably go check out the Lutheran Hour Ministries and go see their facility. I'm, I'm sure they'd be happy to to let you take a peek. But the uh, the the room there where they record the Lutheran Hour, the um, you know, the three of us were se- seated there. But yeah, there's other people that are actually. Looking and listening and and ready to edit and do other takes if necessary. Thank God, there's
0: nobody doing that here. Yeah,
1: we're just kind (laughs) of left our own devices. We we? would be here for three or four hours (laughs) if we
0: had somebody watching us. So
1: uh, anyway, so we uh, so the rest of the basics. We'll just keep keep on keeping on with rest of the basics raw first and, take no and, editing and,
0: and like you said thank you to Lutheran of Ministries they do some really good stuff in fact they have a really really fine video series on Martin Luther right now if you're interested in doing that uh, uh, contact them for your church or even as an individual I think it'd be oh, worth most definitely worth watching yeah all right, Matt, we want to talk about Luther. It That's what you said. That was
1: a good segue. I'm
0: impressed. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> See, we don't need any editing. We're just... I know, look yeah, at this. It's a it well-walled machine. <laughs> oh, wait, did you Luther. press record? Did you... Wait, oh. wait a second here. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh. Thankfully, I did. Yeah, thank you. Oh, so anyway, Matt, what, what what you said you had done some very uh, touching things about Luther, and uh, of course last month was the month that he uh, he passed away on February 18th. So what?
1: Your birthday.
0: My birthday. Yep. Uh, yeah. Was
1: that on the same day? Was it the actually the same, same year? even? Uh, no, not the same year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Although I was tickled to find oh, out that I I outlived him. I've outlived him by a year now. He died when he was 63, and I just turned 64. So uh, well,
1: congrats. Yeah, <laughs> I guess That's very good yeah. Pastor John has outlived, outlived. outlived. Reformer Martin Luther
0: And of course he had by that time Reformed the church and I've just been with you
1: <laughs> Wrestling with the basics <laughs> So
0: yeah uh, No comparison, uh, boy, maybe he boy, made you. better use of his time Maybe that's why God's given me A
1: few more years, <laughs> years To catch up to Luther Come on <laughs> Lollygagging. So, so
0: tell me now. Tell me what this what this deal is. What what did you do here? Well, you said you uh, commemorated his yes, death. Yes. Or...
1: Yes. So we've got the the 500th anniversary of the Reformation this year. Right. And, and it's still
0: it's, about Jesus, by the way. It's still. And I like yeah, that. It's still like all about theme. Jesus.
1: Uh, so that's our our church body. That's their their theme. It's still all about Jesus, 500 years later. And amen to that. Uh, but, you know, half a millennia is a pretty big deal. So it is at, at Ascension, where I'm, where I'm serving, we're taking some time to recognize four different key events in ah, the Reformation in, cool. our, in our services and in our sermons. Um, so there, excuse me, there's some resources out there about that. LutheranReformation.org uh, website that our, our synod has put together. Um, and... One of the four things we're recognizing. Well, well, let me go over all four. Luther's birth, which we observed back in November. Okay. Um, Luke, the presentation of the Augsburg Confession, which is going to be a later um, in the summer, and I think you know that's it, a good opportunity to just teach what is what is the Augsburg Confession anyway. And then, of course, Reformation Day itself uh, in October, October thirty first. Uh, but what we just observed recently, as you pointed out, February eighteenth is the death of Martin Luther. Yeah, so what, 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 why do we observe something like Luther's death? Why is that even worth talking about?
0: Well, well al- although I would point out that's what we do in the church. When, yeah, when we commemorate good. people, we don't commemorate their birthdays, but we always commemorate the day they die, which I thought was a neat thing that that's the important thing it's the fact that they have been taken now by the lord jesus into the mansions he has prepared for them in heaven yeah so i just thought that was always interesting that that's the date we celebrate the day people die not the day they're born
1: that is, so it's a pretty common thing this is not yeah. a, a weird anomaly that's usually what the church has done yeah. historically uh, so so we're doing that with luther too uh and what i'd like to look at with with luther's death is uh, some of the context some of the context of his death um you know, I, I think sometimes you know, we, we think about death. We, well, what's that phrase? There's two certainties in life: death and, and taxes, taxes yeah. right? So, and, unless Jesus returns first, and I guess neither one of those things matter a whole <laughs> lot, but but I, I think that so often, especially this time of year, perhaps in America, um, we're probably more focused on taxes. A lot of us. Well, than yeah, death,
0: April 15th right? is just around the corner,
1: and uh, we, but I think that's kind of who we are though uh so often it's easy to focus on the temporal things and not the eternal things uh, to focus on uh, earthly things and not heavenly things but i think that focusing commemorating luther's death like this gives us the opportunity to focus on uh, the things of heaven things eternal uh, to kind of shift our gaze toward that uh, so that uh, we can prepare for yeah the time of our death too Uh, But not just our death, but also the way in which we live our life, even here and now.
0: You know, that's interesting, Matt, because that's kind of the thing with Lent, too, isn't it? Uh, Lent, we know how that's going to end up. It's going to end up with his suffering on the cross, his death, uh, which is also a reminder that's how it's going to end up with us, too, that there will be crosses and finally there will be death for us, too. But of course, the key thing is we also know that on the third day is going to rise again, and we have those same promises yes. of forgiveness and life everlasting and resurrection of the dead for us too. So
1: exactly, yeah, most definitely. Uh, so I think that's a good, you know, a good thing to keep in mind during the season of Lent, in particular, in the midst of spring and the beautiful weather outside and, and different things. Still, we still live in that reality yeah. of death. In the midst of life, there's death. Anyway, uh, what I'd like to focus on with Luther is. To kind of be in that context of his death, to, to kind of put ourselves there in the room almost okay. around his oh, deathbed, okay, cool. and I want to talk about Luther's last words. Oh, okay. this is awesome. So I thought that might be kind of fun. It is fun. Um, so, you know, last words are, are pretty interesting things. I mean, sometimes people say it's the most important words you ever speak, your last words, and you know, what are our last words going to be? You probably don't know until you're going to get there. And then once we do speak them, I don't know if anyone's going to take the time to write them down and remember not. Them. Probably not. Uh, but th- there was some, I just came across, I thought this was kind of fun. I came across some of the last words of individuals.
0: Ah, okay. All uh, right. So,
1: so so, Joseph Wright, he was a linguist who edited the English dialect dictionary. His last word was Dictionary. <laughs> Uh, uh, Marie Antoinette. So, no, wait a second. What? Was he
0: asking for someone to hand him a dictionary in that, his dying breath? That's a good breath? question. Okay. Why would you say dictionary? D- dictionary.
1: Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, Marie Antoinette, have you uh-huh. heard her last word? Yeah, no, no, what was so they? So she she was going to the guillotine to be yeah. beheaded, yeah. and she stepped on the executioner's foot. <laughs> and so the story goes her, her last words were, Pardon moi. <laughs> Pardon me. That's pretty good. Polite
0: up to the last moment. Yeah. That's the thing about yeah. Marie Antoinette, everyone yeah. remembers.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Harriet Tubman, I like this one. She was, she died in 1913. She was gathered, family and friends gathered around her. Uh, They were singing, reading scripture, and her last words apparently were, Swing low, sweet Uh, cherry. Oh, that is neat. Uh, Here's one. This would probably be you, Pastor John. Okay. T.S. Eliot, uh, he was only able to whisper one last word when he died. He whispered the name of his wife.
0: Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. And
1: then... uh, Groucho Marx went with him. When he was dying, he let out one last quip. He said, his last words, this is no way to live. (laughs) And then he died. All right. So, anyway, I'm sure, yeah. I, I. I'll, I'll all right, this. now there's no time for this. Yes. Oh, all right, no more yeah. foolishness about this. Let's get on to Luther.
0: Um, um, we need to have someone prepare. I think a, a last word for both of us.
1: Maybe pre- <laughs> better pre-written. That's right. Yeah. We'll ask our wives to prepare. That's something right. Don't that's don't wait until someone, the last thing.
0: Yeah. No, just have something made up already.
1: <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right, Luther. Luther. Well, I want to look at Luther's last written words. Ah, okay. But also his last or near last spoken okay. words. Okay. All right. So so here we go. Um, here's the context of Luther's death. Uh, February the 15th, a couple of okay. days before, uh, he was preaching uh, in his his hometown, the town of his birth. Nice okay. So he was preaching there. During the sermon, he wasn't feeling well. He ended it pretty abruptly. He announces the congregation during the sermon. Uh, he says, This and much more might be said concerning this gospel, but I'm too weak. And we'll let it go at the Ah, Oh,
0: wow. wow. End,
1: end of sermon. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So after the service, they took him uh, to a house almost across the street. And uh, that's where he stayed for the next few days before he passed away. So, looking at Luther's last written words or near last written words uh, after the time of his death, they find this scrap of paper in Luther's pocket. And maybe you've heard this before. No, I
0: right have not it. heard this. this. This is all new to me, man.
1: Pocket. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a simple scrap of paper. Just simple words. It's a statement, but the, but the statement ends with these words. It's two short sentences. We are beggars. Ah. This is true. Uh, we are beggars. This is true. Uh, it's kind of interesting, and and why write that? Uh, obviously, being a beggar is not, or being called one is, is not necessarily a compliment. No, you know, no one aspires to become a beggar when they grow up, but yet Luther says this. And you know, this is the end of Luther's life, and you know, think of how much he's written and accomplished, oh, yes. and saved the church, and you know, a ce- you know celebrity status almost. Uh, even today, there's a list of the most influential people of the past millennia. And Luther's always in the top 10 or usually the top five people. And yet this guy who saves the church so much, and even society and the church today, calls himself a beggar. And and I think why Luther writes that is especially he realized that he was a beggar when it comes to salvation. Uh, when it comes to salvation, like a beggar, he was totally dependent upon the generosity Upon the love of someone else, and in Luther's case, and in our case too, he was totally dependent upon the love, the generosity of God, when it came to salvation, when it came to forgiveness. And
0: and you know, a, a couple of things then run across my mind as you you mentioned that because I, I, I think of the the stories in the Bible, uh, the uh, the uh, blind man who was a beggar. That's that's sure. what it says. He was yeah. a beggar. Uh, and, and yet, because he was a beggar, he cried out to the Lord Jesus Christ, "Have mercy on me." He
1: realized yep, that's yeah. what he needed. Uh, so I can see where that's yes. an
0: important because if you're not a beggar, then you don't really need Christ. So Christ is exactly. coming by. Hi, Jesus, good to see you. I yeah. Hope you have a nice day. Yeah. Uh, but if you're a beggar and Christ is coming by, oh Lord, don't don't go by I me. Don't st- stop. Yes, yes. yeah, I, I have mercy on me. And I'm also thinking that 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 maybe explains Luther. You were talking about his death. He just had so. Many Many horrible, horrible diseases in the later years of his life.
1: He was not in good health.
0: No, he wasn't. And 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 I'm wondering if that isn't God kind of doing like he did to the Apostle Paul with the thorns of the flesh, having given this man such great insights. In fact, boy, just read some of Luther's later sermons, and it just blows you away because he takes these these texts and they're so simple in his teaching, just clearly all about faith in Jesus, all about love of the neighbor. And you wonder why. How, so so god gave him these great great insights this great understanding but then again, he needed to be reminded he was still just a beggar like everybody else, That's that right. all these great, like like Paul says, you know, I was there in the seventh heaven, I saw all these visions and everything, but God needed to remind me, "I'm just a sinner like everybody else. This doesn't make me any more special. This is not, I'm not going to be saved by the great visions that God has given yeah. me." So maybe that was what was, was going on in Luther's later years, too, all the struggles and trials he had.
1: Yeah, because this, this has been going on for a while, and you wonder, why did he have that in his pocket? It was a reminder to him. Yeah. I'm a beggar. We are beggars. This is true. Was he going to preach it? I don't know. But I think it, it applies to us, too. And as we come before the Lord, as we come to the Lord's house— we come empty handed.
0: <laughs> yes. We yes. come as
1: beggars. We can say, We are beggars. This is true. And we confess our sins and we confess that we're by nature sinful and unclean. We deserve God's present and eternal punishment. But the beautiful thing is, we don't leave empty handed. god fills us and gives us graciously lovingly exactly what we need
0: and Uh, and that isn't that the story from the bible when the beggar cries out jesus stops jesus says bring him to me jesus says what is it that you need and the man says that i would have sight and jesus says well now you can see your faith has has saved you so you're right that's the beautiful thing he gives to the beggars what it is they need he
1: gives us that forgiveness that we're Totally dependent upon him. Upon yeah. So that's that's Luther's last written words. We are beggars. This is true.
0: You know. You know. The irony is, I would suppose, if they would go through my pockets, they'd find the the, the, <laughs> what, the, what, the what, receipt what from me. the grocery store <laughs> from the last time uh, we went out for groceries. He bacon.
1: But you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: right. that's as good as it would get. <laughs> So again, now wait a oh, second. Luther. I got to make some notes here. So we need to have the last word already prepared for yes. us, and, and I need to have something neat to put in my
1: pocket. Something cool in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so start thinking now.
0: <laughs> All right, man. So there's more to the story, though, right? More
1: to the story. Luther's last spoken or near last words. Okay. Uh, so Luther, uh, the, the last hour of his death. You know, apparently it's it's recorded that he um, he said the words of John three sixteen. Oh. Yeah, definitely. That okay. yeah, makes yeah. sense. He said the words of a uh, Simeon, the 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 uh, the words of Luke two, right? Now let your servant depart. Ah, beautiful. yeah. yeah but yeah. then three times he repeats. Three times he repeats a not so famous verse from the Book of Psalms. Ah, okay. And, and here it is, Psalm thirty one, <laughs> verse five. Luther says this I, three different times before it. his life ends. Yeah, three times he said this. Yeah, three oh. times.
0: Oh, what a neat verse. Into your hand I commit my spirit, you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God.
1: Yeah, three times. In your hand I commit my spirit, O Lord, faithful God. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. Yeah. Uh, in your hands I commit my spirit, you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. And, and as Luther says those words, he's echoing certainly the words of the psalmist, Psalm 31. But he's also, of course, as many of our listeners probably recognize, echoing the words of, Jesus himself on the cross, as he speaks to those words in his dying breaths, in Jesus' last words, you know, Father, into your hand, I commit my spirit. And here's Luther entrusting himself to that very same Heavenly Father. uh, Into your hand, I commit my
0: spirit. Uh, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and and, and, you know, I I can see why Luther would want to use that verse that was the words of Jesus on the cross. Because if you ever read Luther talking about death, I think he'd want to make sure people understood that he wasn't going to go to heaven because he had such really good last words. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't that profound. Look at the stuff he had in his pocket. Yeah, these and I... aren't even Luther's words, right? <laughs> that's right. They're not even his words. No, no, because that's the thing. That's the only reason we can have hope in our death. It's not because we're so faithful and we're so strong and we're so patient in our suffering and, and in our death. No, no. The only reason we can have hope for our death is because Christ died for yeah. us. Yeah, so I, I I can see where he would have loved that verse. Exactly. So the words of Jesus, the words not of his, his words. Himself. I love it. Yeah.
1: And the reason he can say those words of Jesus so confidently is because of the rest of the verse. Yeah. Because you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. And I just love the confidence of those words. It's yes. It's like... You know, you've probably redeemed me. Or, you know, as I'm dying here and thinking about uh, what's going to happen after death, I'm pretty sure you've redeemed me. Um, No, you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. This confidence because of Jesus last week. Because of Jesus dying. Finishing that work of salvation, the cross and the empty tomb, and certainly His return on the last day, um, you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. And you and I can say that with just as much confidence. We too have been redeemed by that same Savior, redeemed, you know, ransomed, bought back uh, from being beggars, homeless yeah, yeah. beggars, and being made sons and daughters of the King, of people that, that that Jesus Himself is now even preparing a place for in His home of heaven, the riches of heaven. And we can say with as much confidence those words of Luther and ultimately the words of Scripture and God himself, into your hand I commit my spirit, you have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God.
0: And and, and the exciting thing is, is that it's not that our confidence is based on our confidence. Because actually, in those last dying hours, you might be struggling with all kinds of things in your conscience and all kinds of doubt. Who knows what thoughts might be filling your mind in those last moments. But again, like you said, the confidence is because of the faithful God. That's right. Exactly. He's been there both when we were feeling strong in our faith and both when we were struggling with doubts because it's all about him who has redeemed us. That That's the, such a great yeah. truth there. In fact, you know, Luther said that. Luther said even even if God had come down and, and said, well, you're going to go to hell, you deserve to go to hell, Luther, he would say, no, I, I don't buy that <laughs> because you've been very clear about what you've done. He's yeah. In in your Son Jesus, about the redemption, and that you are the faithful God and the God of steadfast love. So, yeah, that's a that's a beautiful, beautiful thought, isn't it, man?
1: It is, and. and Just to kind of wrap this up, Luther dies. His body's wrapped in this white pall, that reminder of baptism. There's 50 horsemen that accompany his body, this funeral procession, the 70 miles back to Wittenberg. Uh, There, you know, on the way steeple bells are ringing, people join the procession. He's taken to the castle church where 29 years earlier earlier, he nailed the 95 Uh theses. And uh, eventually he was buried below the pulpit there. Is that Uh, right? Yeah. And then... uh, and then you know the, the they had luther's funeral but again at luther's funeral as you look at that the uh, the proclamation not of, of luther and his achievements but uh, the proclamation of jesus the one who redeemed him the one who redeemed us and i i think you know when we think about our last words who knows where our last words are going to be we're joking about preparing yeah. them and yeah. writing them and uh, who knows what they'll be but i think those words of psalm 31 in particular are are words that that we should take to heart words that we should proclaim and and live out, not just on the day of our death, but every day of our life.
0: Can, can I read them again? Can yeah, I read them? In? Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Words to die by, but also words to to live, to live by. by. Yeah. So anyway, uh, well, thank hopefully you. Yeah, you're very welcome. And you know, Luther's death, as we reflect on that, those last words that were um uh Spoken, but also those last words that are written as well.
0: And some nice thoughts I think that fit in real well with Lent as we approach the coming celebration of Jesus' suffering and death and our suffering and death and his resurrection and yep. our resurrection. We know the well. other story. You yep. have redeemed yep. me, O oh Lord, For Martin God. Luther, too. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, thank you. And we'll see you next Saturday morning on Wrestling with the Basics.